What's up, you guys? This week, we have on Natalie Alcala, the founder of Fashion Mamas, the first and leading members-only community for diverse mothers in creative and dynamic industries. On this week's episode, you can expect to hear her talk about how she created her international platform for like-minded mamas around the world, how partying and being a mom aren't mutually exclusive and that your past doesn't define you, Couples therapy, self-sabotage, and new relationships. Facing your inner child and SDing? Yeah, you're going to have to stick around because we didn't know what the fuck that was either. And also, you guys, we just announced that we rescheduled our LA Live show. It's no longer in LA. It's for everybody. Yep, it's a virtual live show, you guys. And this ain't your normal Zoom call. No, 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 no. This is a motherfucking movie, Okay. This show is about to be so fire. So if you've been wanting to come to our live show, but you don't didn't live in LA, you didn't even live in Atlanta, this is the time to buy your tickets. We are going to be doing the show on February 13th. So make sure you click the link in the details of this episode and get those tickets. Also, don't forget to click the link in the description for our full moon ceremony on January 28th. That's right. Join us in a virtual full moon ceremony that comes with a VIP box that's offered exclusively on post21shop.com. Get your manifestation on, y'all. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. Happy hump day, y'all. Happy hump day. So as you guys know, we are now starting off our episodes pulling a card out out of our tarot deck. So let's just get into it because it is a new moon baby in Capricorn and I'm trying to see what's up. Let's see. I sound professional. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We have the Three of Wands. Three of Wands. And this looks like a card. So the guy has his wands, and his back is facing me, and he's looking out into the ocean. It looks like he's looking at some ships sailing away or something. So what does it mean? Tell me what it means, Mila. Um, Okay, so the upright Three of Wands is, okay, so while the Two of Wands speaks to planning for the future from a place of safety and comfort, the Three of Wands shows that your plans are now well underway and you are considering even more opportunities to expand your current strategy and maximize your ultimate potential. Everything is progressing steadily as expected thanks to your solid preparation and ongoing drive. Bitch, you heard that? Ongoing drive. Hey, ongoing drive. We've been preparing. This is for us. Um, This is for all of us. (laughs) The Three of Wands signals the many chances available to you to broaden your horizons through study, travel, business enterprise, and learning. You're becoming more aware of the opportunities that exist for you right now, and there are still more to come. To take advantage of this potential, you must stay committed to your path and be prepared to stretch beyond your comfort zone. Knowing your best hopes lie outside of your current environment. It is time to think big. B-I-G big. is capital. B-I-G. Consider what you can do, consider what you can to open doors to more development and self exploration. Now you know these us two bitches love some self exploration. Okay, um, th- this card encourages you to dream bigger than your limitations. Accept your vision and be confident you will achieve it. 
Amazing. It's really amazing. Wow. Amazing. It sounds like a butterfly coming out of the cocoon. Like you've done the you've done the work, you've done your due diligence, and now it's time to show all the fruits of your labor. Like and and honestly, like it's so crazy we pulled this card on the new moon because I was reading so you guys, the new moon is in, in Capricorn um today and tomorrow. And I was reading about, you know, what this moon brings and its themes of death and rebirth and it's really a moon about transformation and it kind of feels like that's what this card is is talking about like you have the opportunity to transform if you've been putting in that work yeah you know and it just feels like right on time especially because a we are about to do our event on the 28th at the full moon and i was reading this um this little blurb from this astrologer that I found on Instagram today. Her name's um, her Instagram is Aya's Corner, A A Y A S Corner, um, and she's a, a black astrologer. And uh, she was basically saying that um, new moons are usually used for manifestation, but with this, I highly for this new moon right now, she highly suggests doing rituals of protection to release the things that are not serving you. Um, and I feel like that's like the perfect, this is the perfect time right now, you guys. Like if you guys are, are coming to our full moon ritual event on the 28th, instead of doing a manifestation ritual tonight or manifesting tonight, think about all the things that you want to release. Think about the things you need protection for and then bring all those things with you on the 28th. And let's really get that manifestation flow going because we have such an amazing group of people coming in. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're about to really stir the pie and cultivate, like, combine all of our witchy divine energy at this full moon ceremony led by a shaman, our favorite shaman, Jake Shaman. A Jake, mm-hmm. sh- Shaman Jake. And, and he's also fine as hell. Look, side note. Side note, he is fine as hell. <laughs> side note, he's fine as hell. So, yeah. <laughs> if, if, any, if come for anything, come to see his fine ass. Um, and it's going to be so much fun, and I'm so excited for everybody to just get to, you know, rub elbows with other witches. And we have, we just have such some. Okay, we have some amazing, powerful women that are going to be in there. Like Bruna, she's going to do a goddess reading. We have Melanie Fiona, our homegirl, friend of the show, who is honestly my life coach. This girl, this woman is amazing. I called her the other day, and I was like falling apart, and she fucking got my ass all the way together. Okay. Felicia Latour, like we have such an amazing group of women that really, really understand what the power of manifestation and intention can do. And when you have people in a room like that, like that just adds energy to whatever it is that you're trying to manifest. So if you really want to get your manifestation on, if you've already been, if you've already been on, on this, on this wave, kudos to you. If you are interested in trying it out, seeing what it's all about, this is the perfect time to do that. We have this amazing box that you're going to get with all the items that you need for the event, but even more so the items you need just moving forward in 2021. So join us and be sure to click the link in the details of this episode to get this private link to our virtual full moon ceremony. Okay, so before we go, um, an affirmation for protection and release is, I happily let go of what's holding me back in life. I welcome transformation. I happily let go of what's holding me back in life. I welcome transformation. And on that note, let's get into this episode with Natalie Alcala of Fashion Mama. Enjoy. 
Pop that bottle. That or is, can. That's a can wine, baby. What is it called? Love White? Love White, white wine, California. Let me try it. Mm, cheers. 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 And um, we're joined by lovely Fashion Mama's founder, Natalie Alcala. Thank I'm, you, thank you. This is a long time coming. I'm really happy to have you here, Natalie. Um, Natalie is, like Jamila said, the founder of Fashion Mamas, which is this amazing community um, that I found through my dear friend Nisha, who's a part of Fashion Mamas. And um, But Fashion Mamas is all over the United States. You guys have... God. All over the world. All over the world. Ooh, Austin amazing. to Australia, baby. Hey. Oh, hey. We have some we have some listeners in Australia. Shout out oh, to Australia. Uh, to uh, Rainy Pooh. Yes. It's <laughs> their Instagram. <laughs> I don't even know if that is. That no, no, it's like Rainy Pooh. Rainy Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you for coming. You're also a mama, obviously, of two. I'm a stan of this podcast, so thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Tell us about your babies. How old are they? I have a six-year-old boy named Diego mm-hmm. and a two-year-old girl named Rio. You're busy. Yeah. I'm so busy. They just keep me busy like 24-7. And even though I work all day, it's just they're always on my mind. So being a mother is just totally its own job, but we're somehow, some way supposed to do both all the damn time. And yeah, it's just, I mean, they're, thank God for therapy. Amen. And weed and drinks and <laughs> all the party favors I can get in. <laughs> honestly, Amen. honestly, I feel like mm. you have to go hard in both. I like, mean, I was just telling Jamila that I'm. I was like, I think it's time. You know, if you guys have been listening, then you know me, Mila. Are you know we like mushrooms, and mm. through in COVID, mushrooms have kind of been like my saving grace because I had so much. I've been I've been dealing with anxiety on and off most of my adult life, and um, it got to the point during at the beginning of COVID where I was like, I. And gonna, I need to take pills. Like, I mean, I need to take something. And so I actually did take some pills, uh, Xanax to be exact, and it worked It worked like a charm. It was great. But I was like, uh, this worked too good. I don't want to be a pill-popping, Xanax-having mama. Ooh, and, and, I can see how and, and you know what? And, like, no okay. shame to moms that, that take Xanax. <laughs> I just know myself. And I know that I will cross the boundaries of Xanax. Xanax. And so I was like, I, would, I need to find another solution. And so my friend was like, well, have you ever tried microdosing? And I've taken mushrooms, but I've never used it for that, like in in like the heat of like despair and like an anxiety yeah. attack. And it's really really helped me. And um, I'm not having anxiety at all. I'm actually going to be using mushrooms this weekend just for pure enjoyment. Because so <laughs> I have no I have no kids this weekend. Thank God. Enjoy. But yes, party favors. They used to call me Pill Queen in college. Oh, okay. so quite the my stepdad was a doctor, and. My favorite activity after school was opening his cabinet and whatever pills there were. Maybe Vicodin, maybe, who knows, a free-for-all. And just snort it. Snort oh, oh. straight to the head. This is a fellow woman from the valley. Welcome to the va- welcome, to, <laughs> welcome the to the valley where there's nothing to do but fuck around. <laughs> fuck around. Valley girl. Valley, valley girl. girl. And, yeah, pill queen. I was proud of it. Hoover was my next nickname. You can guess why. And it's just like... Snort all the things I can. What Definitely is Hoover? My whole yeah, wait, wait. I'm confused. Like, What's Hoover? Like, like, you know, the vacuum cleaner. Oh! <laughs> oh my God, that's My so specialty good. was definitely snorting my entire name. Oh! Whoa! Oh. That's a long-ass name, bitch. Right? That's a lot. Seven letters. Is it letters. just Nat? <laughs> right. Nat. For some reason, no one gave me the grace of 
shortening the name. They oh, were well, like, you, you said, said name. Yeah, like, you would have called me E anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's... And, you know, it's taken me now in therapy to laugh back and be like, I'm proud of, like, all of the ways that I got here. But, you know, at the time, you're doing it to maybe fill a hole or just maybe numb whatever else is going on or maybe just to fucking have a good time because we're so bored at that age. Yeah. And, like, we had supervision but not someone around the clock with us. And I've always been, like, a baddie in my heart. Like, I just knew I was a little, like, that gets me going. You know, some people are just, like, um, they don't have that need for another layer of the world, seeing that other side of the world. And I go like this because I think about literally the soil coming up and just seeing what's underneath the hood. Mm -hmm. But when I've done mushrooms, when I've done all the things, I really think that people have done drugs such, such as ourselves They've just seen that other layer of the world. I agree. That's a good way of saying it. And it's a vibe that we all can share. I I totally agree with that. I, you know, me and Jamila, we we actually went to Joshua Tree, I don't know, maybe like two months ago. And that was the first time, like, not the first time. It's been a while since I've used uh, mushrooms super heavily because I like been like micro dosing or take small doses. When I was out there, I was like, I'm going to go all the way in. I went all the way in, and I saw, I definitely peeled back a layer of the world, okay? Oh, oh my God. Both Has of us. Has it ever gone wrong? Um, it wasn't, no. I mean, not for me. Actually, yes. There's been one time um, when I was in college, I was in, like, a studio apartment with, like, seven people doing mushrooms. Oh, my God. In the winter. <laughs> yeah. In LA or New York? New York. That's terrible. It was horrible. It was like, we were all crammed in there. I, I was, like, with a bunch of weird energy. Oh, like, no. I couldn't leave. It was just bad. I think even like yeah, I don't want. I don't want to. But it was it was not a good experience. Um, Yeah, I I need to be in nature to do that because you have to see like everything come to life around you, like the trees. Right, right. There's definitely certain um, environments that are better than others. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I agree. I feel like when you like E. Can I don't know about you, but I don't think I can do it just in a room. That's just um, four walls and nothing to do. I need music. <coughs> I need. You have to like set the scene, right? For me, at least, I'm not one of those yes. people like I uh, like. I'll take things like on the fly if I'm with people sometimes. But there's certain drugs for certain setups. But I have no problem saying no, no. I'm good. I'm not. I know I'm not in the place or around people I really want to experience this. You're not like an addict. That might say something. I mean, thankfully, yeah. I, I don't think I have an addictive personality per se. Um, but I mean, besides weed, I guess I'm definitely addicted to weed. I, I mean, I've had my share. I think I'm, I'm like a like some. I can be a semi addict, but I'm like I'm so conscious enough. I'm like, oh, bitch, you're getting too. This is getting too. Like you're doing this a little too much. Mm-hmm. Pull back, pull back. Like your life's not getting anywhere doing this. Pull back. Well, I think parenthood. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, parents do yeah. that. Oh yeah, you gotta wake oh, up yeah. tomorrow. Oh yeah, yes. oh you gotta like be a whole mom tomorrow, right? Like, yeah. no, can't do that. I'll you keep that line. Like, I'll do it on <laughs> it keeps Wednesday. Keeps us honest, holds us accountable. It does because like your kid doesn't care if you're hungover the next day. Oh no, my two year old, she's <laughs> awake, bright and bushy tailed at six a.m. So I can go hard. Did you plan your kids or like like was it? I mean, I know you're married. I'm just wondering if you planned because, you know, because of your pre-party life or what was your, what was your name? Pilgrim? Yes. Pil- 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 Queen. Pil- 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 Queen. Pil- Pil- like, how, what was the transition into, you know, motherhood and like, was it planned and had you retired Pill Queen by then? That's such a good question. So in 2013 is when we got married and we went on our honeymoon and then by New Year's we were pregnant and 
just because we've been together for 10 years. So oh. it sounds fast, but it's been it was a long, long time. time. Right. And um, we cried, and we were crying from tears of joy, and we were scared. Because we lived the single life you can, like, the best single life you can possibly you have. Partied, we you partied. You raving. We were partying. We would go to Orange, which is a city, and there's, like, EDC and all those things. And it was just, like, we really lived our best life. And everyone, all my friends would laugh. They're like, ha-ha, imagine Natalie, a mom. <laughs> you know? And it was just, like, so not part of my brand identity that um, when it happened, I was just like, how is this going to go down? And it's so weird. I just feel like women are survivors through and through. Like, we feel like we give us a, a challenge and we're like, we can do it. Mm-hmm. We can do it somehow, some way. We're going to get through this mud and, like, get through it. And it is a real thing. I know it's going to be corny, but it's just once your baby's there, it's just like, oh, shit. Like, this is cool that they're part of me and this is our new life and they love me unconditionally. And I have something that's going to keep me responsible, hold me accountable. So um, I felt like I could experiment and see if I can just grow up a little bit. Not saying that this new, like, I'm back. I have a two-year-old and I'm back. (laughs) But I just felt like at that time I was like, look, sober up for nine months. Let's see if I can do this. It was the hardest thing. I have to say. I have to, and I have a best friend that hopefully, Dina, shout out. I'm going to see her after this. She has a two-month-old. Mm-hmm. And she was the biggest smoker of all time. She would beat my husband. My husband, morning and night and in between. Mm-hmm. And she's that same person. And she's been sober for nine months and two months. You know, 11 months. And she's just like, girl. And I'm just like, I feel you. Mm-hmm. It's so, so hard. And um, We sound like crackheads. We're sober. <laughs> I mean, so hard to be can sober. Can someone out there relate? Can someone out there relate? I mean, honestly. Because no, I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm like, I totally understand and yeah. agree. And then I'm like, for people that don't no, do no, any of this shit, like, for people that don't that do any, like, are not I used smokers, to, they're like, these people are recovery addicts. Okay. I used to judge myself. I really did. And here's what I decided to tell myself is that everyone has a way that they live. Everyone has a reason to wake up every morning. And if their slate is clean and they wake up with a clear head and they're just like, I don't need a thing to run around this world, amazing and good for them. I need to function to, like, release some stress. I need my things. Mm -hmm. And that's just the way I live. And we can go into trauma. We can go into the past. And, girl, I need it. Like, Mm -hmm. for me, that keeps me my engine running and... Look, I'm still a productive ass person. Right. Yeah, you're so successful. Like, so I'm just like that is my story I tell myself. <laughs> no, it's a true story. I, I agree with that. I think that everyone has their things that they need to be productive. And sometimes Some people take Tylenol. Like, right. I and some, sometimes it's tea and sometimes it's tequila, you know? That's mm. mine happens to be both. Yeah. <laughs> Actually coffee. But mm, you know, whatever. Tequila. Uh, <laughs> and people don't really give women credit, like I always say this. But first of all, I probably got pregnant because I was acting fucking crazy. Like, same, partying with my baby daddy, just staying up all night, drinking, just acting crazy. And when I got pregnant, I was so fucking scared, even though I'd fucking known him, like, 15 years. But I was like, wait, I didn't get a two-week notice? Like, I want to I yeah. go hard for two weeks now that I know. And I probably, like, was like, am I pregnant? Am I pregnant? My period is like, I'm like, let's just go out. <laughs> and then I took a pregnancy test, you know, but, and then there's this whole, and I, this is why we started our podcast. This is 
this is it. Like, because it's necessary that we all come together and be authentic with ourselves and with others without judging ourselves because it gives people permission to not cast judgment and not judge themselves. But the truth of the matter is we're fucking human and we're hot and we're young and we're women and we're, we have our own identities. And I think when you ha- get pregnant, suddenly there's this flush of, oh shit, I have to be this different type of person. You judge how you used to be, the things you've done, because now you're a mother and there's like this title. But And then there's like that first two years that we talked about that you're just congratulations mm-hmm. coming out of. And you're like trying to find out like a piece of your old self with probably like not snorting a lot of drugs. And then... <laughs> not at all. Not, not at all. And, right, not Only at all. the earth. Right. And then... And alcohol. And alcohol. <laughs> and then the piece of yourself that's like catering and being an example to someone else. And it's a huge fucking transition. And men really don't have to do it immediately because you don't have to carry the fucking baby. Yeah. 110%. I think that we should also be destigmatizing that there's a direct relation with using recreational drugs or, you know, items that make you happy inside with, like, Yes, I think you guys have talked about in a past podcast that there's ter- certain types of type of cannabis flowers that you know when you're not going to be productive on indica. And you know, Sativa, you could be like, you know what, I could function today. Right. And it's just like educating yourself. It's not like whatever is down to go up my nose. Right. Like, yeah. That was Natalie in high school, <laughs> right. early college. But I'm an adult woman and I know the things that make me happy. But what about the woman that has a Prosecco every fucking day? Right. You know, they have something every day. And it's just, we, I'm almost like, I'm glad I'm still here because I have skeletons in my closet that I'm just like, I wake up every day having to face that, having to be reminded of that. So I'm just like, we made it. We are functioning. You have a successful podcast. I have a business. And we get to do all of this, too. It's almost like we want to welcome people into the world. Like, guess what? You can do both. You can do it all right. Right. You have to be able to live with the the darkness. You have to be able to embrace your your the beast inside of you like it is a it's a life lesson to to in like embrace the duality of it nobody is perfect even if that's what they show you all the time because you know not to take a dark turn but there's stories where you can just say like i've had enough and i almost want to be like i wish i could have covered that person in love and a joint and been like baby let's like i promise if you just release and not worry about people judging you you can be set free in your mind for those hours that you're on this ride with me and that's how i really feel because think about how crazy even now 2020 is it's enough to go insane yeah so we can judge <laughs> all every we other day want, or we can feel good right now so right now i'm going to do that i'm going to be political i'm going to Make the smart choices and take a stand and be an activist, but I'm also going to get fucked up and numb for a minute. I'll I'll see my kids in an hour. Right. Amen. Amen. (laughs) There's a lot going on. I'm going to be just, and also I'm going to get fucked up. I've got to do both. I'm going to take What do we got to lose at this point? No, I I, I agree. I mean, I think that we feel like you have to lose a part of yourself, you know? And like Jamila was saying, like, there's this big transition, like, from being... You know, the girl used to be having this baby, and then it's like, okay, I'm, ha- I'm doing this thing, and then when I have the baby, it's back to, like, the old thing again, right? And you're just like, no, it's not. And, right. like, what does that look like? It's just, it's confusing, and it takes time. And for those listening that just have, like, maybe you have two-year-olds, like, you know, we have six-year-olds, and I know there's people that listen that have 20-year-olds, you know? Like, I remember 
if I knew what I knew now, and I'm only five years in, like, I would have been so much more forgiving on myself. When I first had Irie, I was so hard on myself. I felt like I was supposed mm-hmm. to be this certain way. And, like, I didn't know how I was going to – I felt like my dreams, my goals, like, I already was kind of, like, wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And then motherhood made me even more insecure in the beginning. <clears throat> the empowerment came, obviously, later. And, I, and like, I, I absolutely think, like, most a lot of mothers know that feeling. Like, that feeling that motherhood really has empowered you and made you feel more confident in so many ways. But for me, at first, I didn't. I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I'm not successful at anything. Like, I've been acting my whole life, and I feel like I haven't had my, like, big break or something. And, like... My mom has a successful brand, but I don't know if I want to follow my mom's footsteps. My father was a pro athlete. I have all these shoes to fill. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> what am I doing? Am I yeah. good at anything? Like, I don't know. I have a baby daddy who's like, you know, he's getting a lot of attention. And like, maybe I should just support him because he's really good at it. <laughs> you know? And like, I started to lose myself and not really know who I was and who I am. And like, it's just like, you you get to that point and like we are we're we're a tribute to that like that you can do that you find that and like for you like yeah. I don't know like I look at the the community that you've built and and like I'm in awe of you I really am because you do have two children and you have built an amazing community you have events like real event like nice events guys her events are fucking chic they're okay? fucking chic as fuck it's the chicest fucking mom event funny, I've ever been to me and Jamila I think we even talked about your event we went to we did our Coachella episode oh, like yeah. two years ago or last year, they was part of our momchella. It, it was, yeah. It, we were like, we first we went to this like chic she, ass mom. It was event. like the most classy mom event you can you can imagine. <laughs> you guys rolled up chic as fuck too. I was like, who's that girl? <laughs> like we had our Coachella looks. Okay, we had our outfits together. So good. And little do you know, we like planned to stalk you that day. We had a, like a game talk, like a, a, a talk in the car. Like she's okay. So this is what she looks like. Her name is okay. This is what we're doing because we had just started our 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 community, like starting our, to build. And we were looking at yours, and like, wow, how to, fucking yeah. amazing. How amazing. And then, like, we were trying, we were thinking we may have done a couple of events at that point. I'm like, how does she do this out of town? And so many people are there. Like, people what gave, was her, I doing people gave her things? I was like, it's it was beautiful. Alcohol. She didn't buy that. I was like, we need, we need to be friends. We need to be friends with her. We need to know her secrets. What I'm doing, talking the whole fucking time. It's like your wedding every time. No, you it guys is. Know no. That, you guys know that at this point, but right? You don't enjoy it. Maybe Natalie, we were like, we're going to manifest it, right? So we go in there. We had like a game plan. And we go in the kitchen to eat, and we're talking, and then we just look up, and she's like, hi! <laughs> I was like, oh my god, look, look, she's, we, we didn't have to find her! Yeah, with her, I think you're breastfeeding, Yeah, she walked up uh, to us, hey! Baby hanging! <laughs> and then we had, and then we were all talking, and I was like, wow, we just like totally just made, laid out the plan, and she just walked right to us. <laughs> and in the middle of the conversation, one of the chicks comes up, and she's like, um, Natalie, is the, is the rice, is the rice and salad gluten-free and vegan? <laughs> and you're like, you like just stop, you like pause, you're like, yeah, uh-huh, of course. And then you keep going, and then you go... Is that the most fucking LA shit ever? I'm like, we're all just start laughing because it's so LA. It was. It was so LA. But it was perfect. It was just manifested. And our plan was to stalk you. And look, here you are. Here you are. We've we've manifested you into our seat. The literal (laughs) love is beyond reciprocated. It's just one of those things, like at events, like, you know, the moment you walk in, I'm like, let's go away for like two hours and gab. But it's just you can't to a hundred and you can't. There's people. no way you can connect with every single person at all. Period. There's just no, no way. And my only goal with Fashion Mama is to reward women that are just like, look, I'm gonna try to do my career still, have my identity still, and be a mom still. 
and look, sometimes mom won't be at the top, sometimes career is going to be at the top, but I have a baby on my hip. Like, you're going to do both. It's not one of those things where we're singular at all. I don't work that way. I don't think that's humanity. It's not. I think that we wake up sometimes and we're just like, my only goal today is I want to look cute today. I want to take a good IG that makes me feel good. You're still a good mom. You're still, I know, I believe in you that you're, you know, you're feeding your children and you're making sure that they're set up on their Zoom. Like, I believe that you can be as many of the things as you want. And guess what? They're not going to be 100%. I can't tell you that I do anything 100%. As much as the chic event you said, I can tell you the little corners we cut. And I can tell you the the fuck-ups that happen. In my fourth trimester, when you guys saw me and I see you guys coming, I'm like, they're so hot. And I'm like a gross, ugh, I got lots of skin. And my baby and like my boobs are filled. It's just that we're all judging ourselves all the fucking time. And only in 36 years of my life am I set free right now where I'm like, I've had the maximum amount of kids I'm going to have. Bless your heart if you have more. And I'm just like, I'm me. This is it. And I'm just going to ride and be alive right ride now. Ride it out. Right. What yeah. a beautiful place to, to be, be, too. I mean, like, for me, like, I don't know if I'm done having kids. Like, you know, I didn't, I'm not married. I, I'm in a relationship now. I'm with someone who wants to have children. And I go back and forth. Mostly not You're back. Youngin, girl. <laughs> Mostly not back to feeling like I want them. But yeah. then there is this part of me that's like, oh, God, like, maybe I do. Like, maybe I can have one more. But, like, to know, like, I'm done. Now what? You know? Like, that's... Right. Like, that, I feel like that also offers, like, a, kind of, like, this beautiful freedom, like, yeah. this feeling. But like, it's a boundary thing, and it's a thing I probably need as having an addictive personality. Like, you're probably, like, a much more sane and sound person for it. <laughs> but I create, like, a, I'm done with I'll do time blocking in my day. That's how I do it all. Even though I, I don't do it all as like perfect, but I do it all because I'm like, oh, it's 12 p.m. Turn off my, like close my laptop and I'm going to listen to Luis Miguel or some Spanish and I'm just going to dance around my clubhouse because it's like my workout and my stressor, my stress reliever. And I just create these boundaries for myself no matter what, even if I'm not done with a thing. Because my brain works that way. So I need to be better at that. Honestly, <laughs> like I need to be better at stopping things even if I didn't finish them because I will keep going, going. and going and going. But and you'll be probably a shell of yourself by the end. I know, I am. And well, I'll keep going, 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 and then still won't finish. And yeah. it's like I probably could have finished had I Faster just shut if you down. Gain momentum by re-energizing. <clears throat> I know. Oh my god! If my man's listening to this. Oh, He's but I can talk about all the sloppy. I'm sloppy all day, but that's my one <laughs> little thing that I do. But I'm just. That's definitely- a good tip, though. Like to. That's a good one because I feel like if you, like for me, like I need to hear that because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that don't know how to just. And then I beat myself up. It's like no, it's just like this was the this is this is just the boundary. That's the rule. We're gonna mm. carry on the next day. So yeah, thank you for saying that. No, I I just feel like I create these little the games we play with ourselves, right? The games we create. I just create these little like games and boundaries and guidelines to exist. And I am that type of person that needs to do that because. Leave me alone in a quiet room, all alone with no one around, with no substances. And I've got to face things that I've been in the past. And I know I'm so dramatic at times, but I just really do feel that way. I'm just kind of like, why am I like this? Why <laughs> Why did I, like my mother never ha- like had one man in her life, but um, the men that she did choose to have in her life for a long time were abusive men or were like men that were just toxic Mm -hmm. and those were 
and it's I was raised by a single mother. Single women are like gods to me. Uh, it's more about the men that they brought into their life that are toxic, mm-hmm. that stayed in my mind, that's stuck well, that around. Well, that affected you. Exactly. Right. So, And so what I did, and I turned that around, this wasn't even part of like what we're talking about, but I'm just going off because no, I feel no, so safe. Yeah. But it's like, um, like the toxic men that we are in, encountering with our parents or anyone in our childhood, we're just like, men are bad, right? Mm-hmm. So I just like was like, I'm just going to fuck with men. All my fucking life. <laughs> I'm going to find the hottest guy, make him fall in love with me, fuck him, and then fuck all his friends. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you do, and you're just like, I have power over you, mm. and no matter what, even though they love me, if they're too nice, I'm just like, I'm still going to fuck you up. Yeah, and I'm yeah. still going to yeah. do it. And you're almost like justifying, and you're seeking justice for the bad men that hurt your mom. Mm, seeking justice. Wow. And that's my excuse. Like, it's not okay. Any so of So how did your husband Sorry, boys. How, so how did your husband come in here? I mean, not in that. Yeah. Or, was, or did the, the healing happen before that? Or was it an ongoing oh, thing? Oh, no. Like, it was literally right in the middle of it. So my husband came in right in the middle of my toxic relationship that I was just cheating on him with all his friends. And I met my husband at a bar and he came in with a girl and I sat on his lap and I was like, you're cute. And that's not okay. <laughs> and you know, I'm 21 years old. No, 20 years old. He threw my 21st birthday. And I um, just went on his lap and you know, not okay for him that he accepted me, received me on his lap. But we just had our moment. And look, the reason why I was still with my ex is he was younger than me. You know, we're babies at that age. Yeah, such and babies. And it's like we are just trying to stick it to them all the time. So cheating was my abuse. He was abusive towards me. So I was like, I'm going to break your heart by telling you, like, other men make me feel good. And for men, that's almost more That's, that's the best type of abuse. Right, right. Exactly. And Tip so how to hurt a nigga one-on-one. <laughs> Tell him other men are better so than him. him. Sexually. Tell him you went to the movies, even. Like, right. they're just like, Tell him he's got more money. Tell mm. him he has more has money. better sex. And he's a bigger dick. And... <laughs> They'll crumble and melt. And this man, Vlad, <laughs> wholesome. The most wholesome person. And for me, being like my raggedy valley girl that just lives spicy, I was just like, he was just so sweet. And I was like, how can I corrupt him? <laughs> but he's six years older than me, and he um, would um, pick me up. So we just started hanging out. And then MySpace. This is all our oh, communication my channel yes, was MySpace. MySpace. So I would shout oh. out on MySpace. Me and my girl, we need a ride to Coachella. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the guy you said on the lap. Like, do you want to ride to Coachella? <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I jump in the car with him. This is not safe in this day. But in MySpace, you know, but you know what it was kind of. It's okay. It's, it's not. It's not safe for men. It's safe for men. And you know how many strangers I've gotten to, into cars with that I probably should have been kidnapped twenty seven times. Right. It's safer then than it is now. I feel like kids were more on the internet then yeah. versus now. Creepy old men can be on the internet because they figured it out. Like I was mostly talking to. If I was talking to an older guy, maybe he was like twenty one and I was sixteen. You know? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, there were creepers for sure. I don't want to oh, discount absolutely. that. Like, but you but mostly just chat with your friends on AOL that you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But MySpace was that place. I mean, I'm, I met oh, yeah. my boyfriend, mm-hmm. the Michael Jackson person. I, I met <gasps> him on MySpace. Ah! I also met, I remember recently I was driving the other day and I was thinking, I was like, oh my God, I forgot I had a boyfriend from MySpace. And it was another, it was another guy. Like a whole ass boyfriend I had that I forgot I about. did too. I, All right. I was like, I used to, because I, I was driving towards Long Beach and I was like, 
a boyfriend in Long Beach. You have a lot of boyfriends. Oh, wait, it's like family on MySpace. Facebook suddenly this is like family. family. Oh, because you could do, yeah, you were, could do anything. Exactly. Right, right. So this is the best flex that maybe if the youngins are listening, the guys, what he did is we drove and he was like, let me tell you about all the guys in my scene that are talking about you. They all want to fuck you. So at Coachella, like that guy wants to give you a hotel room or wants to give you a drink or whatever, he wants to fuck you. So if you want to hang out with me, like I will make sure that doesn't happen to you this trip. And I was like, I don't want that to happen to me. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. And so he hung out with me the whole weekend. He protected you. And he was literally, truly kind the whole weekend. Like the best, like, game. That's the best game. game And he hung out with me and my other hot He made you feel safe. Oh, yeah, yeah he took care of us. Safe. We were younger than him, and he would, would bring us beer. We would, do, like, he did eat. He held my girlfriend's hand, my best friend's hand, and it wasn't even a thing, because, you know, at that age, we're all just, like, flop, loosey-goosey. Right, right. <laughs> and the night, that night, my mom, she was, like, she, she called me, and she said, Natalie, I don't know if you're in, you're still at Coachella, but I have a timeshare. I let my, my friend let me use her timeshare, so I have a place to stay at night tonight if you guys don't want to sleep in the car. And I did. And this guy was so wholesome. I was like, do you want to stay at my mom's house? He's like, yeah, of course. And he had a separate room and he slept there respectfully. And we had Mexican food. And my mom was like, you're going to marry this guy. I'm like, ew, he's just so like corny. (laughs) And it all happens. But I was just like. Mama knows best. And he told me in like in retrospect, I was like, why were you so good? He's like, of course I wanted to fuck you. That was my game. (laughs) But, But he waited like two months. The long game. He let me get crazy. 2004, we met. 2006, I was like, this is too good. We're going to break up. We broke up for a whole <laughs> Let's year. Let's break this up. Are Hold we the same on. person? Do you, are you me? Hold on. Yeah, I'm I'm right right broke up for a year, and I said, if if in 365 days I still miss you, then it's good. And he was like, 365 days, I'm like, hi. And then he was, and I did all the things. LA nightlife. Like, I did of all of it. To live it out. Wow. And you know, years. Yeah, I'm sassy and he still deals with me. And I, he always still tells me till this day, are you trying to sabotage things right now? <gasps> Damn. Have you guys ever done couples therapy? I mean, you've talked about therapy. So I've... I do therapy alone. Um, we've done couples therapy, but they always end up loving him because he's the voice of reason. Mm. And I was just like, I don't feel seen right now. <laughs> I don't like you as a therapist. Okay, so that's I kind of how Jamila feels alone. about couples therapy. Are we? Are we? I literally are think we, we are. I think we are. I think I'm like. I know you're not. I know you're at the same time, but you're my sister. <laughs> yeah, and so I just I told him I need to work out some things. I said honestly, you're the picture of perfect when it comes to your life and everything you've been through. He said his biggest issues he's had is like fitting in, and he came here from Moscow when he was nine and he didn't speak English. So his biggest issues were he was a good boy and fitting into a bad world. Mm. And I can't really tell. I'm like, that's not a hard job. Oh, he got what is, what is he a cancer? He's a real woman, mm. and, and it's just it's been so fun that I always say tame the wild beast. It's not that deep, but it's just that I really feel like he made me just like I've been abused enough, and I've abused enough. How about this new life of like right. just like and we're not wholesome. We partied our lives away when we were together. We did all of the things, and but you know what? He's the first one. If I'm on the verge of I've done enough of the thing. He'll drive us home. And he'll be like, I sobered up because I saw you in pain, so I'm going to drive us home. You're right. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a responsible one. Yeah, that's what you call a partner. He knows how to read, read you, you and take say, care of you. He took care of you the first night. Yeah, you know? and he waited for me. His patience is beyond. He was, he, I always, I'm like, he waited for me to grow up. 
because you know that year I just needed leaving a positive relationship because I'm like it's too good goodbye he could have been like fuck you right but he waited he said oh three six five okay he still has work cut out for him I'm not like turned I'm the same person (laughs) the fact that you've been together all this time and that he can still look at you in your face and say you're sabotaging shit yeah he'll say that and like just call you out and keep it moving like look look what you're doing bitch get it together (laughs) I'm gonna I'm seeing you right now I'll say throw out the trash and then he doesn't I get home like why didn't you throw it out? Like, I need you to do it. Why don't you respect me? And he's like, it's not that deep. Like, I didn't get to it today. I will get to it tomorrow. Don't try to, like, sabotage it. Like, yeah. Something has to be wrong here. Like, what's happening? I feel like you just don't listen. <laughs> you just don't want to listen to me. You heard me say it. And, and you did you it on purpose. Didn't do it. It's an inner child thing that us at our age, like, women of a particular age, we are trying to face our inner child. Ooh. Oh my god, I Don't wanna... be calling me out like that. Wait, <gasps> is there a book called Women of a Particular Age? Because if oh. not, there needs to be. Because <laughs> I feel like that's a whole ass book. Because I feel like there's a particular age. It's, there's there's different is. milestones. I think a little even... bit. There's like brackets. So there's like, no, you guys are babies, honestly. There's like 24 to 34. You're in a bracket and 34 to like 43 or something. The only, I'm not afraid of age. I'm afraid of aging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with the numbers. I'm fine with the numbers. Give me all the numbers, bitch. I want the wisdom. Just give me the same face while we're here. I'm starting mm-hmm. to feel I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, you put on makeup? I'm like, yes. I think I, 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 just, I think I was like sleeping upside down. Lack of skincare routine or using the wrong product. And I use a sunscreen. They're using too many products. Too many things. It's, there, it's yeah. times of change. There's like a Kylie Jenner effect or something. That's no, just well, like, it's just, you know what? They're, fi- no, they're filling their face and then they end up looking older. I'm like, you look older than me. Walk into a high school right now. It's trippy. I'm intimidated. No, <laughs> I, honestly, like, who the fuck taught you that comment for? I don't want to be in high school mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm scared of high school. I looked at my yearbook this so weekend, and I was I like, these have, are babies. I'm so glad all I had was, like, Friendster. It was only like, college. 18. I, as soon as I got to college, I got one, but I had MySpace. Oh, God. But, like, my co-contacts but were Instagram all on and TikTok and all these goddamn dance videos. Like, I, I can't. can't. Very impressed by that. This generation, but I'm also like scared for them. I'm so what impressed. happens next? There's, what are they gonna do when they're our age? Like, they are so they're intelligent. Gonna be burnt out. Yeah, and they're, they're gonna look. They're gonna age. They're gonna look. So they're so smart, but they have no idea. They're kind of like, dumb. Pieces. They have no idea they what like pieces. At 12, is. 13 years old. There's some that do. There's some peace? that. There's said peace. peace. Like yeah. quiet. Like disconnection. Sensory overload. Even me. Like I'm. We're on the edge of that, and I will say, like I'm one hundred and four hundred percent. 400% addicted to my phone and like it is a problem what's your daily hours do you I don't know even it? want to I don't look want at it do you honor your hours no I do just, you honor I your hours I just look at what they are and I'm just like I don't like but you know what it is it's, it's not even that I'm addicted to my phone I'm addicted well, yeah I'm addicted to my phone I'm addicted to my phone because work is on my phone but then also like leisure is on my phone so they're both there just there and so it's easy for me to get there start working take a break on my phone go back to work on my phone then take another break looking at some shit on my phone. Are the men you've <laughs> ever been with on Instagram? On phone? Are they on social media platforms? Yeah, and it's so funny. My 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 boyfriend now is on Instagram, but he doesn't really use his phone a lot, so he gets mm. really irritated with me. They don't understand it, yeah. But no, and, and I get it. Like, I understand yeah. his frustration, but also, like, I'm, I'll be like, I'm working. And then I'm like, and then I'm not working for, like, maybe 45 minutes, and he's like, but you're still on your phone. I'm like, well, I'm not. I'm just... Confused. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're right. You're right, you're right. He doesn't use Instagram. My husband doesn't use Instagram at all. He just uses Facebook to check on, like, family or, mm-hmm. like, oh. share political views or something. <laughs> but Instagram, he does, and he's like, I don't like 
I could feel it's toxic there. And I'm just like, I literally need it for my brand. Right. Share. You have to, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, I just wonder if men, it's a different, it serves a different purpose. I don't even know if I want to be with a guy that's like hardcore into branding on IG. No, I'm I like, know. there's one of us. Yeah, it only needs one of us, yeah. <laughs> uh, Adventure Bay wasn't an Instagram guy, and I was happy about that. You like that. Yeah, chill. Mm-hmm. I don't need any men taking selfies. I don't need you to be posting a lot of selfies of yourself. I'm good. I think Instagram's taking a dark turn, though. Yeah. I think uh, the way people are sharing, like, their riches, abundance, it's just, it's toxic for people because this could be enough. Hanging out with your people could be enough. It is enough. But if you, it is enough. It is enough. But if you see that someone else has only designer labels or only this and that or their house is polished yet they have a child or they breastfed Till their kid was a hundred, like eighteen or whatever, you know, four <laughs> years old. It's just there's just so much judgment and so much one upping that it just it's so toxic, and that's why it's like sorority culture. I could never join that in college. I was just like, I need to shake shit up. That's why we're slowly yeah. scaling fashion mamas because I'm like, I don't want people in the group or on our fa- fashion mamas account that are just like always one upping each other. We have to show the mess too because I'm like so messy. Well, <laughs> you know what? I, you know, we have to. I, I commend you for like showing the mess too because you know like of course me and Erica do it because we've almost conditioned ourselves just to get more comfortable Thank in God it. for you guys, honestly. And, if, and, and even for us it gets hard but like for you to come on here, be honest, keep it real and like you guys, when we say she is like the chicest, oh. chicest brand ever. Yeah, like I, I, I'm, I, I'm not, not that I'm surprised I, you know, I know you're cool, but I'm like, this is such a good message for like, just for the, the mom community period, because it, it appears like so much and there's just, there's so much beneath the surface, you know? Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Speaking of your brand, did you start it? I mean, you started it in how, 2014. And so you there were, were no resources like this girl. Right. And how old were how old was your child Three at months. that? So and what? I had mastitis back to back. I had three bouts of mastitis with Diego. What is, and, wait, what is mastitis? Oh, thank God you don't know what that is, honestly. It's a, it's a, um, oh my God, infection in your breast. breast. Oh. When you're trying to breastfeed and blood and, <laughs> and um, bacteria, sorry, is going into your, back into your body. Mm. And it feels like glass inside your boobs. Oh no. And I had that three times with Diego. And then by fourth month, he was like smooth sailing. But I kept going because I'm just such a masochist, I guess, or like addicted and so I was just like, I got to see if I could do it. Right. And thank God I, I was able to overcome it. But women that want to stop when that first hurt. My mom told me, you hurt a little. And I started formula feeding you. I came out fine. It's all good. good right. Feed your baby. I'm your, I am your mom. No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So no, like, I mean, I breastfed for four months, maybe. Yeah, four months. And it just became too hard for me. And then they were like, you can bre- you can give her the bottles. Like, I can. Boom. I, but I do wish that, like, I had more people that would have would have empowered me to keep going. I had no one. Everyone was like, yeah, just do that. Yeah. Her dad was like, sounds like he's right. <laughs> My mom was like, eh. I was yeah. like, all right. Is it, it's so isolating. Absolutely. And so when I created Fashion Mamas, I was just, the only reason I was doing it was because care about my job so much like I know I just had a baby but I can't write to, wait to write that story or go back to Paris Fashion Week or whatever and I was like I wonder if there's other moms that are having this dilemma of also caring a lot about their career and their kid even though their kid was just born because I've met so many mothers that are like this is my life's purpose thank God for all of those women but that wasn't in me and I was like 
I don't have postpartum depression. I have more of just like, damn, I'm still me inside. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do all the other things. And I'll have you know, I had my baby in 2014. I had my first OD in 2008. And I was sober till then. I didn't do anything because I was so shook. Mm-hmm, like, right. scared straight. So I had a long time to recover. But um, so I was just like, I want to experiment and put together some of the women in the fashion industry. So models, designers, artists editors and just have them talk amongst each other and I love putting on an event because I was already a fashion editor so I was working with Rack. I was a senior editor there and I was like gift bags you know all the fun things so I had a lot of brand contacts and I loved that aspect of it and I said why don't I put them all in a room and see if I can learn from them and in turn they're like yeah Natalie we love you and they're all talking organically mm. and I love that they were just gluing to each other and the, right after the event, they were just like, when's the next one? And I didn't know that there, there was a next one. I just thought, it, and I was like, Fashion Mama's good, just because I hashtagged that in like November 2014. And so many women were like, that's me, that's me. And then I was like, fucking trademark that. Like, just do it, <laughs> right. you know? And then um, by December, I was like, I don't know, do people ever like create membership? I, Soho House, I'm a member, a longtime member. So I was just always like, they do a membership. That's you know, should I do? And I did a membership, and there weren't communities like that yet. And I was like, this is my favorite thing, like, to organize events for everyone. And just, I'm type A as fuck. So <laughs> they all are multi-talented and di- and dynamic as fuck. And they do things I can never do, but I know how to be the one to create the event and plan it. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, we like that you do that, and you can put us all in the same room and be the icebreaker. Mm. And I have the, I'm a negotiator and I know how to put together a deck and a sales pitch and I have a business mind. So it was all of the things I love to do. And I'm a writer, so we had an editorial leg of everything. And I was just like, how fun is this? And by the way, I didn't leave my job for two years after running Fashion Mamas, so I was doing both. Oh my gosh. I was an editor and um, doing Fashion Mamas. And it was a hard job and I didn't ask for help during that time because I was so... um, like scared to ask for help I don't know sometimes you just feel like moms sometimes feel like they have to run the world and be drained and be a shell of themselves by the end and that shows that you're productive and then by 2016 I was like maybe I should get an assistant because we actually are getting revenue and it blew up organically and that's my story I don't like to share with people buy into me and I'll tell you the secrets of my business I'll tell you right now right it's not that deep like Believe in yourself, have crazy ambition. Like, ambition is, like, the top of the top of the top. Be obsessed when you wake up. If you're thinking about that when you wake up, like, how can I tweak this and make it special? Then you're in the right profession. If you're like, how can I make a business to make me money? Universe will, they'll be like, "Mm mm-mm, you're in it for the wrong Mm, reasons. It's so true. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Yeah, and so here it is, 600 members in, members from Austin to Australia. In L.A., we have 400 members alone. And it's just been this thing where they let me be unapologetically me. And I've become more of me in 2020. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's amazing that in this day and age that something like this can exist for women. Because I feel like I'm really helping them be more of, like, be their real authentic selves all the time. And I don't know. I just, it's corny. But I'm just like, I just... I'm at service to them and I just want 
women and all people to win. And I say all people because I created another community too. I know. Congratulations. Because I you. saw that. That's amazing. And what's that one called? Because that's that's not just for moms. That's for that's really for everyone, which yeah. is really cool. It's called Creative Career Club. And my big thing was when I was a fashion editor, I was writing about my favorite trans designers, my favorite male designers, my favorite women designers that happen to not be moms, that happen to be moms, my favorite non-binary. Like all people, and that's always been my core. The reason why I created Fashion Mom is because I, I literally saw a void and the universe was like, create it, bitch. And so I I, I nailed what a community takes. So I I have so many friends that are just like men and women that are just like, can you ask your community if they have like a graphic designer? Mm. And I was just like, wait, I see all of these like business minded platforms. Why? Like, is that a thing? It's like, oh, oh, it's only female empowerment. Well, there's also a a feel of trust. Like people like the trust. Yes. even though I was telling Jamila today, like, and I'm like, I feel like we've leaned on our community for things that, like... Oh, she did tell me this today. And, like, and like, I just feel like these are the people I want to ask, actually. Yes. They know me. They know what I like. They know what I want. Like, like you know, they have a certain... Yes. Like, 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 yeah, there are people. We go to, we, like, plan dinners in New York and say, hey, just meet us and we'll see what happens. And every time it's like, we have, create real friendships and real bonds because we've, like, gravitated towards people who are the same. Yeah. Erica and Mila, I want to say one thing. No matter what someone goes, like, they're onto something, like, badass moms, da-da-da. Something that'll, they'll never be as you. They'll never be you. I'm here for you guys. Like, I want to hear from you and your thoughts and your unraveling and then the wins and the challenges. That's the thing. No one is youer than you. And I just feel like with Fashion Mamas, a lot of people, when I um, created the application form for CCC, I'll say, why do you want to join? And they'll say, because you're proven that you have a successful community and there's a lot of paid memberships out there. And you've built something that I've been watching along the way. And I want that for me. And I don't fit into the box that you've created for FM. And it's just, it's simple as that. Like, I want to create what we're building with FM, but broaden it. And it's not a wider net on purpose to um, drive a revenue that's like everyone's a pawn. It's like, no, I You know more people. You're more more than a mom. You're more than a mom. I miss it so much. (laughs) I have so many friends. You have have an amazing mother community and, like, in order to be in Fashion Mamas, the one requirement, A, is to be a mother. So, yes, you've cultivated a community for motherhood and mothers, creatives, and everyone alike. But, yeah. like, ha- you also, CCC, there's also... the creative side. Right, your creative side. You and a lot so of FMs other- have applied for that. And, like, God bless it. That's awesome. There's different opportunities there because I want to make sure that's, like, loud and clear. But, um... I have a question. How, what is the application? Because I'm a member of Solo House, too, and, like, that was, like, very... Ooh. Um, you know, political, and it was. <laughs> I, I am too. Because in LA, because I, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna remember what maybe three years now, but like the LA house, it was like the well, LA house is full. Like I don't know. I can <laughs> push <laughs> up your <laughs> application. Yeah. I know elite, I, having yeah. a members only community and elite anything or like exclusive anything, it it causes for elitism. No, and no. I've been called I, all the names in the world. No, absolutely. Look, I get it. I get it. Like I get cultivating a community a safe space where everyone feels safe and there's right. so many different personalities and it's it there's just there's there's just this different levels to this shit i guess yeah. is the only way i can say it um and so i understand that so that's why i'm and like that's why i'm curious because even like with our events like from like me and jamila sometimes we would have events at my house 
There's people like I don't know everyone, but I would invite strangers to my home. hundred percent. But like it's no, all about vibe. Strangers at the house. It's all about vibe, and it's it's like we don't want to make it sound like because I, I met someone one time. Don't mean. Some of my best friends now, like Nisha, I didn't like shout out Nisha. She's getting a moment on this. She's she all the moments. She introduced us. We literally know each other because of Nisha. Speaking of Nisha, just this is we're gonna slide this in real quick. Uh, this is not a paid ad, but if you if you've heard of us talking about our friend Nisha, bakes. yeah, Mama, Mama Soul Bakes. If you've seen us post on Instagram about Nisha, she's the bitch that makes the all cakes. the bomb ass cakes you see Mama on Soul. our Instagram. She also curates all of our events, uh, elevated room events. She does it all. She baby. basically does everything. Everything perfect. No, but if you're in a, if she's you're a perfectly shaped, like perfect head. <laughs> no, she's gorgeous. I maybe had a helmet, so I watch head. And I'm just like, <laughs> she's gorgeous. Really her husband's gorgeous. Her child's gorgeous. It's annoying. But listen, she has. She makes great cakes. If you're in LA and you need baked or events, <laughs> or even if you're not in LA and want to plan a wedding, like she's literally planning your wedding too. So shout out to Nisha. You know, and so with that said, she I didn't know her from her, anyone. But she joined this, and I'm sure she walked in. I'm not underestimating the applicant. She walked into this, and she's just like, I will invest in something like this because I see somewhat, like, a vibe that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. So it's more about that. It's not an elitism. It's nothing or nothing. It's like, what's your vibe? You're like, you use your voice for change, and you're individual in your expression. And she was just like, that's me. So if she saw a brand that she's just like, that's not for me, but I'm taking all moms. Mm-hmm. I'm taking what I can get. Give me your tuition. But she'd be like, I can feel that you guys are just down for whatever because right. you want to make a buck. Right. And right. that's not what I do. And so when women are mad that, you know, we don't accept. And by the way, it's all backgrounds of all women. And I've gotten a lot of different hate mail. And it's just like, we're creating. And I don't like to say, like, um, say family with community because it sounds like culty. But it's just like we're just creating an energy that when you're in our space, you can gain something from the people you talk to. Mm-hmm. You know, you're on the same level. And it's not like you are all have 100,000 followers or you're all founders of this. It's not that. It's what you said. It's a vibe you're curating. It's a vibe. It's Yeah, but it is. You it's know like, your it's people. Like, you like know your people. It is like a fine web of like how – Oh, this person, oh, you work in this, like, say you work in beauty. Oh, you work in, you know, tech. Somehow they can still come together. Or, like, oh, maybe you are in, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. But you, yes. you know, but you, you're you a stay-at-home mom, but, like, you have aspirations. In- or you're simply in the fashion creative world. Like, a, we have a jewelry designer in the group that's so subdued and quiet and bless her for it. And she doesn't, like, speak. She's not like us. But I know that she brings something because I love what she builds and creates. And I love that she's just speaking to a specific market. And we believe in that. So you're not going to always see a girl in there that's like wearing the lowest whatever and drinking all of the things. It's not It's not about that. It's just it's a vibe. And unless you're a community leader, like I know it's hard to target exactly what you mean by that. But, but also I think even speaking back to what you said about um, – you know, when you get a certain age, you start to address your inner child. Mm-hmm. There's just a thing, like, in general. As you grow and as you, hopefully, as you hit different, you know, you grow in age, there are things that come to forefront and things that, you know, are become important. One of which, immediately, you start to be like, who am I spending, giving my energy to? Who am I around? What are they about? What are their goals? 
Where do, where are they going? Where are they headed? And are we in a like-minded place? When I come around you and then I leave, am I gaining? Do I feel fulfilled and happy? Do I feel like I've gained something? Have you motivated me and inspired me and left me feeling full and hungry? Mm-hmm. Because overall, like that's the goal of life. Like money, wealth, Instagram is cool. All these things are cool, but like do I feel good and am I growing? And I think when you grow spiritually, you inevitably that that you grow in in, in finances and abundance because you're aligned with your purpose. You're being authentically you. And so, you know, I think people can be like, oh, how, you know, I don't have enough Instagram followers and maybe that's why I'm not in the club or X, Y, and Z. But it's almost like not a filtering of, yeah, like I even tell Erica with like, even with Nisha's our friend, her husband, Brandon, all of our friends literally were like, damn, we can go within for mostly anything, a cake, an event, photography, video production and editing, makeup. I mean, if we really put our heads... My life is a fashion mama community. Right. (laughs) You curate your life in the same way that you would curate the space that you want to create. Anyone who's listening that is like, I don't understand why you don't accept everyone, right? Think about if you were creating a community for whatever your industry is, tech or, you know, kitchenware, whatever it is. So you're telling me that you would just take any monies from people because you want to gain as many people as you want, that's not healthy for you and that's not healthy for the person. I think also like people would join your community and be like, I don't fit in here and then leave. Because yes, like same and- same like people come to visit our podcast. Like for example, we were just talking about this <laughs> that when we first signed up, for, we first started our podcast, somehow, I don't know how this happened, you guys, but we were in the like religion Disney. and spiritual section Ooh. of Apple Podcasts. Okay, could you imagine? I don't know how we didn't get more d- bad We probably... This is a religious experience for me, but okay. Okay, I, okay, I agree, but like people that are looking for God and they're listening to us, they're either going to hate us or love us. They're going to leave immediately, you know? Like, you have to know your... Like, we know, your, your, we know your audience. People, like, you either like... Good moms, bad choices. Or are you, you fucking hate? Or you think we're fucking annoying? You think we're terrible parents? I don't know, but like, I think like you cut the fat off of shit when you know what your brand is, mm. and I think knowing what your brand is is really important. And you know, we don't really talk about like business or podcasting on this on on our show a lot, but like, I think even me and, me and Jamila, like having a brand, essentially, like we've really understood like who we are. What we what we what what we talk about, what we represent, and what our topics are, and it's, it's and it's always authentic because it's authentically us, and I think that's really what it's come down to is understanding who we are authentically. Are we perfect? Do we have it all figured out? Absolutely right. not. Right. But what I do know is that like I know like who I am. I'm still figuring out what I need and what I want for that person, and I think. You know, we have a platform where people join us on this journey. <laughs> Boy, do they. Do you know how much of a gift it is, by the way, ladies, to give your whole selves and share this? There's so many people that feel this inside, what you guys are sharing, and they just hold it in because they're just like, I'm polished. I got my shit together. And you're just like, I got my shit together, but here are the things that are unraveling lately. Mm-hmm. And that's such a gift to know how to articulate it. I don't know if it's articulation. I mean, maybe sometimes. I don't know what it is. Like it's regurgitation. Honestly, it's it's therapy. I love it. It's therapy for me. And 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 our community has meant so much. We have this, honestly, sometimes I call it accidental. I guess it was accidental at first, but now it's very intentional. And I think, like, with that intentionality, is that a word? Mm -hmm. With more intentionality. Comes that, like, protection and comes that, like, curation. 
And, like, so going back to, like, how you curate your brand, like, I understand it. I get it. And, like... And I'll take all of the, like, L's along the way that people are just, like, I get it all. Like, I'll get all of the hate mail. Just... It's just... It's so important in the end to make sure that the crew feels... Feels, like, cohesive. Right. Because I just can't yell louder that, okay, you know what? Free reign. The community will come in. You'll pop in that, like, I admire greatly. And you'll just be like, literally, it's a free-for-all. I'm like, peace. You really all want... And, and you know what? There's something like that, and I don't think it should be paid. If it's for everyone, right. I don't think any... Like, something like that should be paid. And, and also, you know what? It's a good, like... It's a, it's a good check. You know what I mean? Like, not check, like, it checks you. Because I think even for us, we're like, oh, wow, this is very classy. This is very elegant. These women are very smart and expensive. <laughs> fit in. Don't, I don't like it. Actually, actually like, the first, like, like wait, the first. No. No, but, no, but what I'm saying is. Actually, the first fashion. I'm going to more grime to it. No, no, no. Listen. But wait, remember the first Fashion Moms event? I, you didn't even come. I came to do a photo shoot, and I left you in the car. Oh, yeah. Remember? But you were so cute. I can't. Oh. Was that with Ari? We were. Like, you, you had to take her. I, I don't know. Where you? I just went to the bathroom, but we, we stopped I by. I don't like left. that you stayed in. We would have vibed. Well, I went. No, we're I was twins. I was like, I don't pay the. I don't pay the membership. I'm not gonna come in. No, no. She told me to stay in the car. I didn't know. I was like, I don't know. Just uh, they're, gonna, they're gonna ask I'll for your go. ticket. <laughs> it was me. It was my fault. I literally was like, I don't know. Just. I'll be right back. I'm like, Irie wasn't with me actually. It was like I took a solo picture. I remember because that's where I met Artie. So yeah, it was like in uh, Mid City. Yes, yes. Because I love your story, and it's like I love a a facial place in the front too. There's like all the yeah. Yeah, I'm laughing at myself thinking about it. Go ahead. No, it's (laughs) well. It's funny because it all comes full circle because like I told because I'd never been to like. I think even I had maybe just I I never you had really just been. Joined and you were like, that was after Coachella. Yeah, I, I didn't know how fucking memberships go. I was like, you stay here. Well, well, I, I think the whole thing is it, it like it can seem really intimidating, but it doesn't have to. No, be. it isn't. And and like I think I think as even as women, and we're in a community where we encourage like a safe space and non judgment and all these things. But like as soon as we got to that event at um, Mom Mirage, You're like, oh. I was like, oh, everybody's cool. You know what I mean? Like everyone looks. Every, you know, you have you build up this thing in your mind, and like you see these women, and you're like, "Well, what's the requirements to get in?" You I think it's do- an impression that people, if something successful, it must be uptight or it must right. Be this. But then you get there, and it's just like a group of cool. Uh, I've been working with brands, and they spend a lot of money, and I'm just like, guess what? We're never going to change our loosey goosey ways. We're just going to be ourselves, and that's the thing that we're trying to change that connotation. Because I think a lot of brands, you think you go and you're like. I'm just like, did you see me at the last summit in March? Like, I was late to the summit because I was on edibles. <laughs> and I told everyone there, and I'm just like, I am so, because I heard a COVID thing. But we're, it's not going to bother us, right? Right. And then that weekend, we got locked down. Yeah, of course. Of we, course. All, we all So what happened? So she stayed in the car. No, she stayed in the car. No, I took the Did you trip. hate the, like... No, I no. Because baby was she was a tiny one. I didn't me. have, actually, I, now that I think about it, I didn't have my daughter there. No, no, I My actually, baby. Okay, but I, but I met Artiera, and I just remember her daughter had, her hair was so beautifully braided, and I was like, oh. She does everything. She's another one that she's, does everything. She is. She is. Fun. No, and then, and so, no, your community has connected so many people, because then Artiera started working with Misha. Like, mm-hmm. your community, like, because of the way that you run it, it really, truly is impactful. And that's really what I think you're trying to do, is, like, be impactful and be useful, and, like, make, 
like beneficial connections. Like, like friendships the and network. A member applies, I'm already playing matchmaker. And I'm already like, who would she it's vibe with? One. And like, what would they, they create together? And the moment that happens and you manifested it upon application, you're just like, yay. Yeah. And there's a mama matchmaker system now. Oh, really? So, so you, you can apply. You know, we and, love an astrology or a connection. <laughs> we did, like, literally, the other day, like, she was like, I don't know. What what the fuck is his rising sign? I'm like, look, I'm like you it know. Matters. I'm like, but you know him. She's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I need to know. She's like, it doesn't matter if I know him. I need to know what the internet says. <laughs> what does the connection what say? What do the stars say? <laughs> what do the fucking stars say? Matchmaking matters. But you get it. And no. what you're creating is the same way. You wouldn't just let any person in just because you want to. It's quality over quantity. And quality doesn't mean you got to look a certain way. It's a vibe. I feel like you have to look at your brand no matter how large or extensive it is. Like you look at your circle. What is it that, like, how, who do you want in your circle? Like, you don't want everybody in your circle. Are you a bitch because you don't want to be friends with everybody? No. Like, you can love people from afar. You can support people from afar. But not everybody needs can to be, be in, in your circle. You Everyone's not your vibe. the pain point of that, though? There are people that are like, I'll take anything. Mm. And But the thing is, I don't know about you, but I'm very skeptical of that. So they'll want to be. Scorpio. Of course I'm skeptical. I think when you create something meaningful, money will come. Yeah. Yes, and then you know? and then and, and, it, and it will come naturally because you're you're so passionate about what you're doing. And then the number one thing when I read, so the important thing I don't know if anyone's building a community listening, <laughs> but the most important thing to add on your application is why do you want to join? I know it sounds like they're gonna you just want me to kiss your ass, but it's really that you want to know why they want to join. What are they missing in their life? And it's data for you. Mm-hmm. And what I always hear is like, I haven't found this group, or there's a lot of groups, but. I see that you guys are pro-cannabis, or I see that you guys are activists, and you're just like, okay, I'm in the right direction. Oh, you know, sometimes there are women that are I'm just like... I'm curious to know what I wrote. I was, gonna, I, was about, I was literally about to say, what was your answer? Well, I think you asked me. I think, you asked I, me. I, I, think I, I think she was like, I'm feeling like this fucking application of being a mom crew. It feels so weird. What should I write? I was like, I don't know. I, don't know. I really want to know what I wrote. Maybe we can find it. You probably, isn't it an email cute. Wait, I want you to find it. Is it an email I just like you. But I have a, a gangster search, and so I could find it right gangster now. Gangster search it. We'll should post I, it with the episode. I, search it? Yeah. I don't want to search it. Well, I was just like on Erica's coattail, because I guess I didn't care about going to the party in Momrosh. I just stayed in the car at Momrosh. I was like, are you well, sure you have a plus yeah, one? Yeah, because I was like, my yeah. husband noticed you guys. Well, I, was I, was like, like, I was like, you know, I'm part of this community. I was like, I've never been to any of the events. I probably need to go. And I was like, we're going to... I was like, are you sure I can come? And then I was like, oh, are the kids going to be there? I think I, I was wearing like a see-through pink, hot pink top. Please do. And yeah, I, you were actually. I was like, I was like let, me put on, let me put on a shirt underneath because my nipples are on. Okay. And then I was like, women brought their kids to Coachella? Yeah. <laughs> That's already an issue. But they were the only ones without our kids. And we were like... Uh, and that there were a few, though. There you know what? But that, but that I love, too, because like... I, even before then, though, like, I've been going to Coachella since I was like maybe seven, 17. Um, like Natalie here doing it in the car yeah I went, I, I, the first Coachella I went to like I think Coldplay was playing it was like 2000 this is such an LA radio conversation head, baby Beastie Boys no like. ooh, wait I know I saw them too mm-hmm. um, but I uh, I I remember before I had kids seeing someone at Coachella I'll never forget this visual because I did never had seen it before I was like this godfather and he had his son on his, mm-hmm. on his back and the son had like the headphones yes. on and they were at Coachella, and I was on drugs, for sure. <laughs> and so I was like, what the fuck? They have their kids here? But isn't that such a powerful? I, wait, but, but I was kind of, right even there. at that point, like, I was judging, for sure, 100%, because I had no kids, and I was probably on acid or something. But also, I was like, this kind of, like, I want to 
will bring my kid. That would be me as a parent. But then every time me and Jamila go, it's like, it's perfectly at the time we're like we need a fucking break yeah last year my husband that was the same Coachella that was watched yeah. the kids girl actually you should listen to that episode because that Coachella okay, it's actually one that. of our like most epic episodes called Monchella yay and we, uh, yeah, and we're, and we hit you and like we're, we, we go down exactly what we did and you're in there did you have like a fear and loathing in Las Vegas vibe oh it's a lot girl. I can't wait Whew. we took we did a lot of drugs by accident on one day yeah. by accident by accident. <laughs> by accident on purpose we were drugs. we took them voluntarily and then yeah it was but it was it was it was pretty epic um but your events i mean but but your event was a highlight because i it was so beautiful beautifully curated and i saw children there at essentially what our brand is about which Mm -hmm. is like being able to do both being able to go to a music festival but still bring your kids and have your partner there or not you know and like have fun and that's okay like you can do both it's hard as fuck Mm -hmm. to do both but it's important but you can it's important to sometimes get fucked up still sometimes you gotta bring that kid to the birthday party yeah and sometimes that kid like you need to train your kids to be cool Okay, you need to train your kids. Like we're gonna get to the party, and I'm gonna let you stay up late. But go find the other kids, and then go away. Or if there are no kids, shut the fuck up. Yeah, we been at a birthday party. <laughs> sleep, at, sleep in different beds if I tell you to go to sleep. Just we chill. We were at a birthday party last weekend at a, a socially distanced birthday party, masks on, and my son saw that there was wine in the corner, and he's like, "Mommy, do you want mom mom juice?" And he went to go get it for me, and he gave it to me. And I was yeah. just like, wait, wait. Wait, we went to a party last weekend from, like, a neighbor in the neighborhood. I didn't know them very well, but it was, like, a very small socially distancing party, whatever. And I was having a bad day, and I was just waiting to get to this party. This is me being judgmental. And it's it was, there were black people. I'm like, they're definitely going to at least have, like, wine at the party. For sure, it's going to be, like, an adult but kid party. So I get to the fucking party. There's no fucking wine. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm there. So, you know, and then anyway, I started to, like, let go of the wine. I fucking drank Capri Suns. But then I, <laughs> and I met other cool moms, you know, that we had meaningful conversations, in my opinion. And, um, and, and even in those conversations, I had kind of judged when they walked in about what I thought they were going to be. And they're actually all really cool. Yeah. And I, I, I find myself doing that and then realizing it, you know. But, like, I don't know what the point of this is. Well, I think they didn't have wine at the party. Well, I think also, no, no, I think also it's like that even when you are – us who are not supposed to be judgmental, we can be sometimes yeah. and be surprised by the women that we meet. Right. And then I want to, because you want, and Sharon, shout out my therapist. I'm always like, Sharon says. <laughs> like, we reject ourselves almost because we just don't want to face the rejection if it happens. Mm. So, like, there will be times where I walk into, like, so this true. cookie cutter event. Right. And I'm just kind of like, where's the wine? And I'll already be the problem because <clears throat> I just want to, like, shake it up at that moment and let them hate me because they're going to hate me eventually. Right. So I'm just like, I'm going to already say it. But then I find that one girl's like, right? And I'm just like, baby. And it's her, her And it's her party. Right, right, and right. It's like, there she is. Let's go to the corner and smoke and we'll be right back. Exactly. And guess what? We are running our shit and doing it. But it's just like, you feel that. And it's just like, I always feel that the moment I walk into a room and that's my own trigger so that I need to unwrap. I think that's a great tying up the bow of this, of this episode is like... That you can't judge other moms because you just don't know. You, you never de- really know. don't know until you, never you talk. No, and energy is important, and connection is important, and community is important, and that's why conversations are important because you meet people and you talk to them. And you're like, oh shit, and, and, and they you pull back that mushroom layer, whether you took them or not, and and, and then they show you like, nah, bitch, you were wrong. 
And and sometimes it is such a projection of self. And my therapist, shout out to Isaiah, (laughs) said the same thing to me this week. He was like, you know, I noticed you, you don't like to be being told what to do. I had a dream and he was like dismantling my dream because that's what hypnotherapy does, tells you about your subconscious. And he was like, you sound like, because in the dream I was like, I I was in the forest and then I went to the airport and I was the only one who had money. And he was like, you sound like you feel like you don't have a lot of support. And then he said, sometimes, do you think, are you being your authentic self or do you think you expect people to judge you and that's why you have this thought of you don't want to be told what to do, and so you have kind of maybe a rebellious nature. And at first, like, it seemed accurate, but it also was like a lot of words. <laughs> but now Sharon and you are confirming that it's true. Everything, everything is in a projection. How we feel, our judgment, us getting angry. We're beating quickly. up to the punch. Yes. We're just like, let me define me before you start putting words in my mouth. Like, this is me. I'm shaking shit up. You know what I mean? And, like, parting words, but, like... We, success comes in so many ways. You can be as successful without the trauma. You can be as successful with the trauma and your party favors. You can be all the things. It's your ambition that gets you there. And just believe that you can do it. And don't let anyone fucking tell you that you can't do it. Like, it's absolutely possible. And if you need support, there are so many communities. There's Good Moms, Bad Choices. There's Fashion Moms. There's Creative Career Club. There's so many ways you can go. There is help. And... I don't think you can do it alone. You can't. You can't. You you become empowered within your community, and I'm sure you've. I need to see that it exists. Yes, I needed like oh, there's other women. Like literally, even even when me and Erica first started this, I don't think we really realized what we had embarked on. We're just like, let's do this thing. We didn't know it was like it's going to be a whole thing. And I think maybe the first week we put out the episode, we're like, only our friends are going to listen. You know, like hopefully not our moms. And just randomly, we got a couple of DMs, like, from, like, Nellie in, in, in Florida, who's, like, my friend now, you know what I'm saying? And, like, a, a, a Rainy in Australia. And there was, like, these little universal messages that was, like, keep going. This mm-hmm. is important. This is important. Because there's someone somewhere who gives a fuck that you're fucking up and so are they. And this is the group. Absolutely. GMBC till I die. <laughs> <laughs> Fashion oh, Mamas. Oh, all right, oh, till Tilbert in the dirt. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. Thank you. This was so fun. <laughs> Natalie Alcala, N-A-T-A-L-I-E-A-L-C-A-L-A, and at Fashion Mamas, you know how to say that, and at Creative Career Club. Mama's M A M A. Okay, see. Yes. <gasps> see, Thank wait. you. No, Erica gets so mad at me. It is M A M A, right? Yes, it is. I always say M O M M A. I'm like, what the fuck is that? She still doesn't know how to spell it. She gets so mad. I get so irritated. Even like when we're creating merch. Sometimes she tries to sneak in the M O M M A. I'm like, yeah. bitch, no one spells it that way. Okay. And anyone... way is M-A-M-A. I was like, yeah. Right? I was like, it's simple. Calm down. It's modern. It's modern. <laughs> it's more chic, bitch. Okay. I thought it was I love more chic. G M B C. Boom. I swear. Boom. I swear. <laughs> You know where to find us at Good Moms underscore Bad Choices and join our newsletter <laughs> at goodmomsbadchoices.com. And make sure you join Patreon, you guys. We have tons and tons of more oh secret episodes on Patreon that you you just don't hear everything here. I mean, I think you, you think you do, but you don't really hear all the shit. Like, there's a lot of personal shit over there. I can't hey, I know I always do this, Erica gets so mad, but this what? is what, what I want to do. do? I'm oh, gonna God. commit. I'm gonna commit. I'm gonna ask Natalie. Ah! Will you do I'll Take off my shirt. No. <laughs> You're me. I'm like, I always want to show my boobs when nobody asks. Um, 
We we also do um, friends, good friends after dark. Oh, oh my god, I'll do anything. Okay, so even if it's just a Zoom, like maybe you and your husband can come on since he has this iconic game and this great Swear, love story. Like... Because I always want to talk more, and so we also include more of talking, more intimate, personal talk. Hundred percent. Vlad will come on and spit game. Okay. Yeah, we have a segment on on Patreon called Good Moms After Dark where we interview our friends, like our homies, and we just talk and we just get a little more, we just dig in there. We get in, we're getting more deep every Okay, day. let's be honest. We just get drunk and we talk. Okay. <laughs> How to tame the wild beast. But, like but you can find us on Patreon at, at patreon.com backslash goodmomsbadchoices. You have to actually put that in your space bar because apparently we're explicit. Can you believe it? You can't, you can't <gasps> search us. Shocker. Um, anyway, guys, we will see you next week. Bye. Hey, guys. Have you joined Patreon, where we offer even more juicy content? Yes, y'all. We have secret episodes, secret segments, and some very personal blog posts that we don't share on the interwebs. So make sure you go check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash goodmomsbadchoices. Here's a little sneak peek. I did Playboy and then I become a mom and do Playboy. Where's the difference? Right. And you know, he didn't know how to answer the question. I feel like it's also, yeah, asking them like, what would make you say this or what makes you feel a certain way? It has a lot to do with men and their own insecurities. Men's insecurities. But I think a lot of the things that we don't realize is men's ideas of the woman that they're with societally where we've all got to unlearn that. But that's what you guys do, right? It's like, what is a mom supposed to do? not talk about sucking dick anymore because I have breast milk still in there. Like...